0: Yeah, the excitement is mounting as we uh, try to uh, wrap up a little bit of some of the different kinds of foods that fell in between the cracks as to what's called Passover what Kisah. So we had a couple of things that we left over to discuss today. Who remembers? What were they? Deli rolls. Let's talk about the deli rolls. What else? Hot pretzels. Hot pretzels. Okay, we'll see what we can talk about. Okay, so let's see just very very about the deli roll saga. So the deli roll saga, since we're going to go down the route of the Maimon Mordechai, so we have to ask ourselves a basic question. Are deli rolls fundamentally in as meals? They fundamentally in the as snacks. Are they closer in model to what the Shekharach describes the Pashti does? Or are they closer in model to the, to the franks and blanks that the Mishnahburah, we're not really describing as Mishnahburah, we're talking about little pieces of, uh, of meat inside a little, uh, little uh, wafers or something. So which one are they close to? So right, well, we'll go for a show of hands. Who thinks that most deli rolls usually, uh, usually, like a meal, you sit down and you have deli rolls a meal? Who thinks it's just like, you know, at 2 o'clock in the morning in the dorm, you know, you're tired, you know, night's eight is over. Okay, I don't know. So, the answer to the question is I don't know. I'm not sure what the answer is. Okay, if you think it's a, if it's a meal, then you have to wash the bench I'm not sure. You have to lace bread, you have to eat so much for the akavicid. Why is it different than Mr. Brewer that talks about the, the meat and the canino? That's, that's the question, because the the difference, Mr. Brewer drew a distinction between the pashtitas, were apparently more kavua, whereas the other ones are less kavua. So, I don't know. I'm not sure what the answer is to these. Okay, so now we get on to our uh, next uh, piece of information. Yeah. Is it that you eat it <coughs> in a meal or as a meal? Because I for sure, I dairy roll think that, well, like you eat in a meal, but not like... Yeah, it's not the meal, right? That's why I'm a little weary about the dairy rolls, to call them Right? I don't think people like to say, okay, tonight's dinner, here's dinner, six uh, piece of deli roll. Usually not. Okay. So, Rebaisai, <clears throat> the last of our examples, then we will move on to the, uh, the significant part of Hashim HaKaviyasudah. There's some examples of the hot pretzels. So where do hot pretzels fit into this saga? A Hot pretzels considered to be possible to be it or not. So the hot pretzels are actually the exact opposite of many of the things that we've been talking about. We've been uh, talking about the pizzas and the Mizorah rolls, all this kind of stuff that fit into one of the categories. But the greater picture of things is, is that it's made for a meal rather than for a snack. A hot pretzel, the Chorah, is the exact opposite. Because a hot pretzel is clearly a snack. Nobody serves hot pretzels. It's not dinner or a hot pretzel. On the other hand, it doesn't really fit into one of the categories. If you think about it, uh, it's regular dough. It's regular flour and water. There's not juices and sugar and honey and chocolate chips are mixed into it. And it doesn't have, uh, it doesn't have a kiss, uh, fillings, toppings. It does, It's not a little small break-apart uh, wafery cracker. So, the horror depends on how serious you take these three examples. If you take the examples of the utmost seriousness, like the Mishnah to say that if it's one of these, then yeah, they're going to be soft, not sure which is right. Any one of the three, it's, it's possible to be kissed in. So, hot uh, pretzel for three. They're none of the categories. But if you hold, like the Mammon Mordechai, like the Mishnah seems to be, that the categories are not written in stone, but rather they're merely descriptive of a snack versus a meal. So then, a hot pretzel is a, uh, is a snack. At the end of the day, so a hot pretzel is as a snack, and therefore, if it looks like bread, tastes like bread, it should be mezonas. So it comes out a strange thing that whatever you think the status of pizza is, hot pretzels are actually the opposite. If you believe that pizza is fundamentally pas, then hot pretzels are fundamentally uh, pasma be kistin. Because you are a ma'ar mordechai person, if you think that pizza is fundamentally possible to because you are not so into this ma'ar mordechai, then you, I think you have to conclude that a hot pretzel is considered to be hamayis. I think those two things are in fact dolizevuzah. Why you sell them as alternatives for, for meals? Hot pretzel. Hot pretzels are not pizzas. That's theirs in Magel. It's in cafeterias. That is a meal. Who eats hot pretzel as a meal? Who? I mean, They're in the same warming. You're going to be me when from where they place things? Like my barista a silly ride. just are <laughs> you? <laughs> <laughs> Who eats hot pretzels as a snack? I think fair shoe snack. If you're a snack, it's a snack. Okay. Then yeah. if we, as a society, start eating bread as a snack, what do you do? I don't think the society is really talking about yet. Getting there. Is there yeah. any distinction between bread and pretzels except for the fact that we eat it in a certain know. way? Or? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. I've people eat cheese pretzels. Like- yes yeah, so the cheese pretzels I'm a little more weary about. But cheese pretzels you know, may be closer to, um, closer to pizza. Yeah, I could see that being served as a meal. I don't know, not sure. i think about it. Okay, Rabbi Sa'i. So, Okay, I'll share with you a, a story that occurred. It happened in the elevator in Stern College. This goes back about uh, 25 uh, years ago plus. When I first got married, so I used to I used to teach Halacha uh, Shurim in Stern one out a week. So um, I was going up in the elevator and uh, one of the students in the stern asked me, what bracha do you make on a hot pretzel? So I responded back to her. I said, what bracha do you make on pizza? So she said, I make uh, mazonos a pizza. So I said, great, you have to make a mozi on a hot pretzel. She was like, well, take it back. She thought that if she'll tell me Mazonas, then I'll tell her masonos. She told her she'd I said, no, she, she messed it up. She told me, uh, told me the wrong thing. So I remember when we, when we first got married, so um, I remember I noticed that my wife was covering certain things on the fire before Shabbos, and aluminum foil, and there's a potential at the depending on what a person's intent is. So I remember I asked her, why are you, uh, why are you wrapping up the chicken and the aluminum foil on the, the blach?" So she was smart enough to say to me, she said, what answer do you want me to give? So I said, no, that wasn't the question. The question is, why are you doing it? How smart are you ready? So here, this young lady in the elevator got the wrong pzach. Not the wrong she got the right pzach, but not the pzach that she wanted uh, to hear. So at the time, uh, Rabbi Lamb uh, happened to be in the elevator at the time. He used to be the president of YU. And Punky happened to be in the elevator at the time. And he was listening to this whole give and take and he was fascinated by this uh, discussion about the lishitaso, about the Mizorites and the Hamoitzi. So I remember he said to me as we were getting out of the elevator he said he was so inspired he works his whole life he worked for YU. So I said I was so inspired that even the elevator in Stone College is such a high level uh, halacha discussion that's, uh, that's taking place. So apparently this discussion was now, now on where? on the shiva world in the coffee room one of the, one of the coffee room hackers who, uh, who said that they heard from Rabbi Sovolovsky that, that if you make mazaynas on pizza then you have to come out see on hot uh, on pretzels except that he wrote I disagree with one thing that he said what did this shiva guy write I don't know what he wrote what did he write yeah. he wrote one thing in the pretzels what did it say yeah. he said it's not mukha though their explanation was not quite much <laughs> it, was not it was absolutely mukha if you <laughs> 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 So whoever the guy is, tell him that's very much. she asked ask the girl in uh, Stern College; right? she understood. Okay, anyway, <laughs> back that story. There's actually one more thing that I forgot to uh, to mention. Also, another potentially uh, very very charged issue, and that's some of the chalas that are made now, especially like the chocolate chip chalas. So, what's the dip? if you put a lot of chocolate chips in the chalas, What's the what's the story? So I thought that this is a real problem. I thought that the chocolate chips in the challah make it into cake. It you, you, would, you would hesitate to, to put a... You wouldn't make a deli sandwich out of a challah that's loaded with chocolate chips. We're telling you, some of the boys and say that, that once somebody gave us a chocolate chip challah for Shalach uh, Banas, and my wife heated it up on Friday afternoon... And uh, the other would take it out Friday night. It was babka. It was mamush babka. The chocolate had run through the entire challah. It was mamush. It was chocolate babka. So I thought that's it's great. We served it for dessert. I don't think you can wash on it. I think it's a problem. Okay. Sure, so that was the shirayim of, of the last of the And I want to get to the main part of our sughya today. The second half of the So The first half of the sugya was to define possible bekisdin. Second half of the sughya is now that we have defined it, hopefully properly. What do you do with it? So the gemara says the first. I didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have raisin. They have raisin uh, bagels also. People make uh, cream uh, sandwiches on raisins. I don't think a just be straight You know, when I said it with a straight face to make mazal I'd be hesitant to make a truthfully. Wait, oh, we again? We have to get a queer Hold on, we did to get there? Mm-hmm. What about when the Top inside, top. So it depends how much it is. So if it's just a little bit of yeah. a little sugar, a little something on top of it. it, doesn't really, really detract from it serving as a bread. Okay. You have to always ask yourself the question would you put a slice of salami on it or not? So with a little bit of sugar, you probably would. If it's caked in the, you know, uh, in gook, so then maybe you would think twice. So if I say, what do you do with this possible to So the Gemara says, Beferish, we pass in that you make mezanis on it, even though, according to the the Pashta is, it's the for And they, they lowered the bracha because it doesn't give off that impression of regular pass. So therefore, they said you don't have to, but they reserve the right to say, <coughs> if you're Kavir it, that's a different story. Then it becomes back to where it belonged in, in the first place. Then it's kapaz Gomer, Bein L'Natol Sidaim, Bein L'Amaitzim, Bein L'Chas Amozon. So it ultimately, everything revolves around the Kavir Sudan. The question now becomes, how do you define Kaviyah Suda? So we spent uh, one and a half defining year of defining Paso Mubikistan. The second shiha today is, how do you define Kaviyah Suda? So the Gemara says something about this topic, maybe. The Gemara tells a story on the, on the top of Mambes and aleph about Rav Huna eating a certain thing, and he seemed to have been eating quite a lot of it, and he did it recite Sait And Rav Nachman said to him, no, it's not. what you did is not right. Suda if other people are cave on it, so then you have to uh, you have to bench on it. So, what are they talking about? What's the case? So, very, very uh, ambiguous what the case was. So, Rashi quotes two different traditions had a in this kumar. So, one pshat in Rashi is that this sugya is very much part of our sugya. It's actually addressing the issue of Pasim And it's telling us in Akhleika, and Nachman, how do you define kveh suda? That Rav Huna Although uh, he ate a lot of it, Alpha Afapichain, Rav Huna didn't recite a bracha because somehow he didn't think it met the criteria kviyasuda. The Gemara a few lines later is going to define the is going to is to highlight the necessity of kviyasuda. So apparently, Rav Huna felt that wasn't called kviyasuda. And what did Rav Nachman correct him on? He said, no, Ah Kovallov sudoso. What's the Masmos? If that's what Rav Nachman was saying to Ravuna, Ko sudoso. what did Ravuna hold? that it doesn't really d- depend upon what most people think. It meant it depends upon what he thought. was he being kavesud on it? So here we're dealing with a type of a food that per se is a possible kissed Again, according to the Madame Mordechai, so it's a snacky kind of a food. and Ravuna is eating a lot of it. But apparently, not enough that he would consider this to be a dinner. So Rav Huna is eating a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot, a lot of this, these cookies, these cakes, or these uh, crackers, whatever they are, but it's falling short of Kvyasuda because he personally has not been Kvyat Suda, to which Rav would responded to him that's not correct. Kosha Chem that's considered to be enough of Kvyasuda. Since Rav Nachman gets the last word in, the Gemara does not have Rav Huna responding back. The Gemara doesn't say anything about the later Amorim commenting on this discussion. So it would appear that Rav Nachman got the last word and That's what the Maskarah said Gemara is that everything depends upon Kviyasudah de Whatever the Kviyasudah of the Oilam is, that is enough. It is not 100% clear in the Gemara does that mean that Kviyasudah de Achayrim is everything? Bein lekula, Bein What if you have something? That is not the de'acherev, but it is kvirsudah of you. So maybe they're both true. Maybe when Rav Nachman says, he doesn't mean to say everything hinges upon shalacherev. Maybe it means either or. Or maybe no. Maybe it meant that everything hinges upon shalacherev. So it's hard to know. It's hard to tell. Again, this is not really a derayisic question because midderayis said zidu kalechem anyway. Midderayis said it's probably no shayli here anyway because you're probably not uh, making any brach of anyway. Or even if for some strange reason you ib probably Mina at least according to many, Yatwid al Mihi anyway. We spoke about those those issues in the past. So it's probably only a sugimid <laughs> di It's hard to know. How did Chazal formulate this taqona? Do they say that Qirasura Di Did they say Qyashirim Shallah? Did they say both? It's a little bit hard to tell. But one thing we do know is that at least Hajj Khvirasud makes a difference. That, that is the last word. Rafuna is rejected. Rab gets in the last word. That, of course, is all assuming that we're dealing with our Surya. So Rashi quotes an alternate Pshat in the Gemara, that it is not even talking about, uh, about Paso Babi Kisden. It's actually talking about regular bread. And the Gemara is addressing the issue, that's really a seventh perk issue, we spoke about it a hundred times this year, and that's the significance of Kedai Sviya. In order to be Chayev to bench Shepinat you require kidei Sviya. Maybe, depending on Tzitzit and the Ramban. So obviously, the Ramban could not learn that this Gemara is addressing the Shia of Keday Svia, because according to the Ramban, there actually is no din of Keday Svia. All those Gemaras back on Davchav that talk about Keday Svia were all Gemaras. So Kimto wasn't really right. And the malachy Asharis weren't really correct, and nothing really matters, according to the Ramban from earlier on this semester. Kesayis is what carries name in the Daviderayis, but Rov Rishonim disagree with the Ramban. Rav Rishonim ties the rush So Paske that Keday Sviya is a Deraisa, Nafkamim is Ladin, Svekas, etc. Being might see all kind of different uh, factors. So according to most of Rishonim, the Keday Sviya is Deraisa. Here, the Gemara is addressing what is the Sheer of Keday Sviya. So Rav Huna apparently ate a lot of things, and he didn't reach that point of k'dei sviya, and therefore Rav Nachman said to him, "No, it's not true. That since it's a chirim k'ayvem love, so that is considered to be uh, k'dei sviya, and therefore you would be chayef the bench." So according to that version of the Gemara, if go on the shared the gemara, this Sugya has absolutely zero to do with pasul bekisun, absolutely nothing to do with our uh, discussion uh, kihuzef. So, there are a lot of problems with this pshat, this alternate pshat. So, Rashi highlights a question. Is that the Lashna Gemara is lo birichalav? The Gemara says that he ate lo What does it mean lo So, Bishlov, according to the first pshat, lo doesn't mean he didn't make a bracha. What does lo mean? It means he didn't make a moitzig or he didn't bench. Lo in the full sense of the word, of course he made a in Zain, he's called him Al But according to the second pshaht, lo so what does lo birichalav mean? he didn't say what? say anything. Who's talking about al We're talking about bread. So when the Gemara says that he didn't, he didn't bench, what that means is since he didn't meet the criteria of eating keday Sviya, he didn't bench. loy birich alov. So what's Rashi's Kasher? He still has to bench on Kedai's. it's a test. Why do you have to bench for Kedai's? Chayis, Rebbe Meir, Whatever you think or don't think the Shir of keday Sviya is, that's, only on the level of the Araisa, but Lamaisa the Rabban, of course you have to bench. So what kind of a misleading lesson? you have to bench on it. So Rashi rejects this the, the, the sheet of Lagamri. Right? There's another problem with the sheet and not so much a lack of problem, a textual problem. What's it doing here? Like why is this Gemara here and we're talking about the next three lines of the Gemara, about Apostle kissed If Rashi, if the other shot is right that it's talking about about uh, the Chiyah Benjing the Raisa, it's in the Rombaric. It belongs and Naqben test. but we're talking about the Shia of Kaday So we have a lot a lot of Rishon. who are gonna reject this chat. The Ramban's gonna reject this chat outright because the Ramban says we didn't never even heard of Kaday sevilla That that was a that was long gone by the Malachiya Sharsha 's mistake. And we have Rashis pointing out that the Loshulabir Love is very, very difficult. And then we have just the textual issue. What in the world are doing here in the first place? So the Risharim don't learn the Gemara as referring to K'dei sviya is referring to lechem According to them, we talk about possible v'kisna. Just as an aside, whole that we mentioned the topic. According to all the Mishainim who reject the geonim's pshat, who say it's not talking about benching, what tuck is the did? How are you mishaar k'dei sviya? Is k'dei Sv'y a function of the person or k'dei sviya a function of the Olam? So the the G'onim are forced to say that that was the ma'fleges of Uder and, and Rabnachman. Nachman. And Rav Nachum got the last word in. So the midaraisa the She'af Kedai is Nikva by the Minigolam. But we who don't follow, uh, we don't follow the Go'onim. We don't follow this path. We think there's no Gemara that talks about how do you Mishak Kedai So we have to just ask the question, I don't know logically, what do we think the Din should be? If I wake you up and ask you, again, the rabban would say he never heard of the shaila. But according to Taisus, according to Rolach Yashor, so there is a Din of Kedai midaraisa. how do you define Kedai Svi'ah? Is it a sphere function of what the Olym does? Or is it a sphere function of you? What do you think the din should be? Is it... What do you think, Elijah? I think Elijah is right. That if you just ask me in a vacuum, what does V'chalta V'savata mean? It's somehow like intuitively we realize... It's always talking to each person... If I'm happy, if I'm satiated, I should bet if I'm still starving just because I, I got a big appetite but everybody else is happy, everyone else is, is rubbing their stomachs, they're all happy, they're satiated but I'm starved, so what's for v'savata? how can you say with a straight face that's v'savata. so I think Elijah is right, that it should be that way I thought Elijah was trying to be like in, in, in the Loshan of Diktuk. that's Loshan yachid. V'chalta, not V'chaltem, it says V'chalta so I, I thought you were, you were alluding to the Ramban in the beginning of Brachas. That's what I imagine you had in the back of your mind. There's a, a Ramban in, in the beginning of Brachas that says, How come we find such a strange thing that Zaman Kriyashma is determined by the echidim. The Bishra says that you can say Kriyashma Vavokir until the end of three hours. According to Rabbi Eliezer, you have to say Krishma before Nates, because that's when people wake up before sunrise. And Baruch Hashem, we can breathe this our of relief. We pass it like Rabbi Shua. you have three hours, because the Bnei malachim. So the Ramban and the Mechama says, yes, the Kasha, Normally Halach is Nikva by the Tzibu, by the Rau, by the Eulam. Why here? The Bnei Allah is a handful of people. Why do we follow the Bnei Allah? So the Ramban says, because the Pasuk of Kriyashba is written by and Yochit. It says, V'sha'ch b'cha u'v'ku So Chazal understood. That comes That comes to teach me that you follow the, the Yechidim. So the Rabbat says it's got to be Chatzam Yichidim. Let's say there's one, guy, there's one guy who sleeps at 11 o'clock. That doesn't count. That's the Batladite. But as long as you have a small minority of people who sleep till, till 9 o'clock, that's still considered to be Uvkumecha. Uh, that's what I thought you were alluding to, Elijah. Maybe one, maybe one. I'm not sure. But I think you're right. The Bishop thinks you're right. The Bishop quotes a Sefrachidim, quotes a uh, group of Rishai Muslims say that, that the Shia of Kedai Svih is takh Ikva Bosar by the Yochid, not by the Tzibor. So the. The one day in the Ga'inim that learned Psha and agamara as talking to regular bread, they were forced to that strange conclusion that they svi as by the Tzibor That was the machlekes of Rambam Nachman. But we're not sure with that gemara. We're not sure with that because we learn the gemara is talking about past kistin. So the on, we're not we're not worried about that conclusion. Yeah. What if uh, there's a meal and two people are like, like so they are satisfied with one person So the other guy is not chayv to manage bratara. Yeah, they can bench. You can still bench for Muzumun on, th- on three guys there. Kazai says, also Muzumun. The Sefi Arayim had a Chumur that when you have one guy who's chayved to bench and one guy not, so the guy who's chayved to bench should lead the Muzumun. We spoke about this, right? But one guy drank, one guy didn't drink. That's some uh, interesting Chumur. I'm um, sorry, Mishabur says that k is subjective? Yeah, Mishabur thinks that like the other Mishabur. He quotes the Shilas, the and he quotes the Shilas, and he quotes the... Who says that it's subjective, he thinks, thinks that's more Mustafa. But then he references this Gainim. He says, Zamur from this Gainim, not that way, but Lamai said, we don't pass. It. This Gaunim is the gemara is not the not the accepted P'sha. So let's get back to Basab Kistin. Fine, so we have we have this statement of the Gemara, the conclusion of the Gemara, Koshachem But that still doesn't answer the question. So what does that mean? What do those words mean? Koshachem Kabiralov. It's so when we looked, we look at the oilam. What are the words when we look at the oilam? Do we look at the as objective Oilam, there's some kind of a sheer that the Oilam views, this is it, this is the magic number, it never, doesn't change, no time, no place, there's some kind of, almost like a teoretic sheer of what's made Kviyas suda. what's called the Kviyas Ulam, Shakala Oilam, what do I say No, That Kviyas uda is not dependent upon the individual, it's not depends upon the Oilam, but the Oilam changes? In every generation, every location, there are different oilums. The oilum in New York is one oilum, Shalim is a different element. the oilum in, in uh, Australia is a different island. The oilum in 2000 is a different oilum, and the oilum in 1600, there are different oilums. So, what, do, what does that mean? So, again, we're rejecting the idea of found the oilum. That was Rav Huna was rejected. We passed the Krav Nachman, you found the oilum. But does oilum mean the specific? The to love that means the specific, what is that specific? What is that magic number? If it exists, what is the magic number? So this was a major, major machlek. It's a 3 as to what the answer to this question is. So everybody's assuming we don't follow the Yochid. The, the t- maybe we follow the Yochid also, maybe either or, but let's assume for now we're going for the Tzibor. The t- so it came a group of paiskim and said that there is an objective number, an absolute Chaitla Yav, objective number to put on this. And that's what's called Kavyasuda Shall kala Ilam Kulo the days of Mashrabenu until I be ad What is that number? So Khazaw Mesaka in Suda, that was the formulation of the mikisin When they sat around the days of Shadi and they introduced the Brahza Mait Simiz and they looked at at uh, apple pie and, and crackers and uh, honey cake and said, We're gonna call this Pasw Bakisdan. We're going to lower the bracha a little bit, even though Rabbi says it's lechem, but we're going to still going to lower the bracha. But once you reach that point of uh, the threshold of Kviya you're in trouble. So what's called Kviya So we've said this a thousand times, called the Tikkun Rabbanun. Okay, in the Raisa Tikkun, you have to look to the Torah itself to see what's a Torah Tikkun Suda. Does the Torah have what to say about this concept of a Suda? Is there, is there a model of the Torah, of a, a halachic entity called a Suda? Osviyah is, when you're t- talking the level of benching, this is not a Derajah. This is this is in the It may or may not overlap with Kadei svia, but not necessarily. So where do we find the concept of a suuda? The Torah speaks about Yeah. Okay, so again, I'm not looking just for the word suuda per se. I'm talking about the concept that the Halacha recognizes a certain volume of food. I don't know. Try to call that a Suda. So come a group of echareidim and say that we have a shear in halacha It actually is a shear of bread, and it corresponds to basically what a Suda is. That's the shear of of a dough that's chayev in challah. Yeah, who, what, yeah, where did that come from? How do you know how much dough is chayv and chalum? Very simple. The Torah says, "Rishas Arisos Eichah Chalutur Your doughs—if you have a dough, you're kind of a dough. Arisos Eichah, Marisos that amount of dough is chayv and Who is the Rebbeinu Shalom talking to? Who is the Torah that they should speaking to? I mean, speaking to all of us, but primarily, who's it speaking to? Who's getting the first uh, first reading here? The Dorah Midpar—they're listening to this pastor in Chumash and they are saying, the Rebbeinu Shalom is saying to them, "When you make a dough." Yeah, it, it didn't apply to the midbar. The midbar is chutzlaritz. But when you come, when you can enter there in Israel, and you eat the amount of dough that you're used to, then you chayev in how, how much dough, if you spoke to someone who lived in the midbar, so how much dough would he think is dough? What's the, the answer? Well, the only food that he had was the man. So he ate the man, baboykir uba'arev. And that makes sense, right? Because you had Bay Sudas. That's what normal people eat. They ate Bay suddus. Lunch, people didn't eat lunch. So you ate sudas, bhakasudas, erev. So the amount of of bread, so to speak, the lechem and a shema, they ate for the man, was muzzan-based sudas. How much was that? The Torah says exactly how much it was. How much? The omer asirisa Sirisa So if you make the calculations, you figure out how many eggs worth go into it. What's the answer? How much is an omer? 43 and a fifth worth of beitzim. doesn't mean you have 43 and a fifth eggs. That's a very, very high cholesterol. It means 43 and a fifth volume of flour of eggs. So whatever you think the volume of an egg is, let's say for argument's sake, you think an egg is uh, two ounces. It's a fluid, two fluid ounces. And then 43 and a fifth of that, that's the shear of HaFash uh, of, of, Hashal. Uh, that's the shear of Kedah Rishaseichim. So how does that relate now to Kedah Kedah u'da? So you don't have to have 43 and a fifth eggs worth of chocolate chip cookies because the oiber, the east of the midbar, is corresponding to what? To two meals. It's so you have to cut that in half. So you have to do your uh, divisions. You have two goes into 43 and a uh, fifth. What does that come out to? Anybody know? 21. 21. 21. 21 and 3 fifths of an egg, right? 21.6, no? Right? 21.6. So, which is this, absolutely very cool because that's the sheer of inches of an album, according to emotion. No, no courage, this is totally coincident. <laughs> 21. <laughs> Of an amma, that's what Rashi is twenty-one point six inches. It's a, it's a totally uh, there's no correlation living a dead between the two, because the shear of inches and feet. Of some king had big foot in England in the 1600s, and uh, no, no connection at all. But twenty-one point six eggs does a That's the shear. So wow, you can go at it. You want to eat those endive cookies? Because in as long as you don't eat 21.6 eggs worth of those cookies. So I'm just going to throw out an arbitrary number, I'd say about two little entomous cookies is probably a kezayas, right? Especially if you need a kezayas of flour. So let's say two entomous cookies is a kezayas. How What's the relationship between eggs to, to olives? That's So let's say it's two to one. So that means just to the math for me. So get two cookies is approximately a kezayas. So four cookies is an, is an egg. So 21, that's 84-plus cookies. How many, how, many, how many cookies in a box, approximately? 30. 30? 30 uh, approximately two to three boxes of antepid cookies in order to... Uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen first, but you're going to have to make bresa so mozart, and you're going to be in the hospital. So you're going to get your stomach pumped from an overdose of chocolate chip cookies. So we whatever the case may be, it's a very, very high shear. I understand where these person got it from. Because they took the word Kvir Suda, they thought Suda meant some halachic Suda, they looked at the world through halachic lenses, and the Suda that they picked to focus on was the Suda of the bun. So other Achrems say that the model is phenomenal. The Lomdas is perfect. It's an objective Shia, except one small problem. it so means that a is a description of what the normal eating patterns are so the only normal eating patterns that we have uh, on record is the man you are so convinced very much that why so you can't even be massive the others disagree so other say no the model is right we have to look for some objective eating patterns in the world of Allah the world that they Spanish except we found the wrong one there's another suda in Aloha what is the other suit in Aloha There is a halacha HaMashi V'Sinai called Kedei Achilas Pras that whenever the halacha requires a Maisei Achila mm-hmm. so it has to be done in a certain time frame. Let's say for example we eat matzah you sit by the seder and you take a, a, one bite of matzah and then you start telling the host to go take a bite of matzah then you shmooze a little bit another bite of matzah you take a for a half hour for the course of three hours you, you devour a Kedaisa Matzah you're not with the Aisa Why? Because Kachner HaMashi V'Sinai the Gemara M'sachim says that you require well, an achila b'chdei achilas pras. What do what those words mean, b'chdei achilas pras? What does the word pras mean? Pras means a half. So, like a pour, like a pick like a piece. So, k'dei pras means that a, a, a loaf of bread, half of that loaf of bread, that's the sheer of k'dei pras. Where did this din come from? Who made it? I mean, it's a Where was the context of this din? Anyone know? Where is the original din of Nechunas Prasad? Bayez Abanuga." So you have this house that has tzeras on it. And the din is, is that that if a person is wearing clothing, if they go into the Bayez Abanuga, so they become, uh, they become tummy right away. But their clothing only become Tommy. So the Toshua explains, it doesn't mean that that you sat down and ate lunch in the bias. What it means is that you stayed in the bias long enough to be able to eat lunch. That's called the eicham bayis achavaziz begodov. So kachnem aloch vashinai, that's shiris kdechlis pras. So it's the amount of eating a half of a loaf. How big is that loaf? How big is this loaf? So that's a big machlick. So the sugi air, but the machlick whether the size of the loaf of bread was six eggs or the size of the loaf of bread was eight eggs. Whatever you think that size of the loaf was, Kadech HaVishpras is what? Yeah. Half of that. So it's either the amount of time to eat three eggs worth or four eggs worth. So now, that shea of Kadech is presupposing that's, that's the Suda. It means that's the, that, that, that's, that's the shear of the Suda. So it comes out, now, what does it say to no. brachas now? Who saw the Mishnah the member comes. The so Mishavur writes that in so that's what the second eruv is. The Shia gimel o dates him. Because we as the So you understand we just went, we went from twenty-one point six eggs to three or four eggs. Going back to the chocolate chip cookies, so let's say for argument's sake, two is a kezayis. So, uh, let's say four is a kabaitza. Three, yeah, Twelve cookies. Ever sit down and eat twelve chocolate cookies? Well, it doesn't take that long. Okay? It disappears before you know it. So, all of a sudden, we have some acharetim saying, <speaking> You <in> have to bench. <Spanish> That's the Shia's cases. So, many acharetim write that neither pshat is correct. Many are write, and this is already the Mishnah book the gram. The aim of our khadzah, she has the kavua, she shall ever a biker. So the answer is there is no objective number. This whole model of acharonim, those who are going down to twenty one point six mile, those who are going down to three or four. The whole thing is not right. Khosha Kheim Khalaf Suda means whatever the Sudas biker, whatever is, whatever the main whatever a person eats as a meal, that's considered to be. Whatever the oil considers to be a meal. So Rav Maisha, right, in the Truva, how does that play out in America? So Rav says, in America, you can't look into this biker anymore. You know why? People don't eat breakfast. Wait. Who ate breakfast this morning? What did you eat for breakfast? Do remember? Uh, cinnamon Toast Crunch. What? Mm-hmm. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Okay, okay. where did you eat? No, what did you have for breakfast? Apocad banana. banana. I had a bowl of cereal for breakfast. Dinner! That's the Sunda. Says Ramesha, lunch. Nobody eats, a, who eats lunch? Nobody eats lunch in America. You run, you come, you go in between business meetings. Supper, Ramesha describes. Everyone comes home, sits around the table. Everyone, everyone eats. We were just talking about this, right? We were talking about the eat their food. What? Don't their food. When we were about this Shabbos morning, I talked <laughs> talking to a couple of guys, no? I didn't know I wasn't talking about this Shabbos morning, about the Shabbat Ramesha. I thought I was talking to some guys. I don't remember anymore about how how um, Masha writes that in America the, the meal, that everybody sits down together, the family sits, everyone sits together, talks about their day. That, that's dinner time. What was the last time you ate supper with your family? Shots. Shots. On a weekday. Hmm. COVID. It was big time. We used to eat. We had, that, was, that was that was like the shining light in COVID At the end of our day, so we would all get together. I mean, whatever we were doing. I was saying my shirum Zoom. My 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 sons was, were were learning with the chavrusas over over. Uh, Yaakov at the time was in was in Brisk, in Bergenfield. So he was uh, Revalbelsalvetsik. His shirum were being broadcast in Yiddish over the phone, and we, he had the Brisk based Yiddish was on there. Avrom at the time was in, was in Raheim so he had his based Spanish over there. Everyone had their own. Uh, we had. Big base, the whole shul was our, uh, our big collective-based medish. Then, sheer time, everyone went to their own corner for their own uh, Zooms or telephone conversations. And then uh, we had a little bit of afternoon seder, and then, I don't know, we played some family game or something. And we all ate dinner together every night. Was, we had nowhere to go, so we just uh, we ate dinner together. So we used to joke that that was the, that was the only time the families, in the last 50 years, that was the only time family ate together. Fine. Okay, back to that story. So, but dinner, that's the meal. That's the meal that matters in, uh, in America. So therefore, it says to the Masha, what does an average guy eat for dinner? You know, well, how much do you eat for dinner? Not how much bread do you eat for dinner, not how many cookies do you eat for dinner. What do you eat for dinner? Whatever amount you usually eat for dinner, then you plug that into the box of chocolate chip cookies and say, if I ate the corresponding amount of cookies to what people eat for dinner, that's considered to be a, a Kadei Kavir Suda. So I don't know, what do you eat for dinner? Give me, give me just a, come on, what you have? Piece of chicken, Okay meatballs, chicken, whatever. If it's a day or two of the Shabbos, buy some leftover, piece left over, maybe some salad if you think that you're healthy, you know, uh, yeah. But that I thought we were going to tell what you eating for dinner. I didn't realize uh, that. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, um, would that be considered based on, like, caloric intake? For instance, if in a meal, in dinner, I eat 700 calories of food. So I ate 700 calories of cookies, that would be equal. That would be equal to sorbent. Yes, I don't know whether, you know, I'm not sure that people, I mean, some people are very conscious of what they eat. Most people are not so, uh, you know, I, mean, I have to look around at my dinner table and see what's, you know, scrounge around, look around, what's on the table, and I see there's a, there's a whole plate with a little bowl, with a little something. So if I sit down and have approximately that amount of cookies, you're right, is it exactly the same calories? Probably not, more or less. But it's the same volume of food, at least. We'll leave it for Archimedes, the same volume of food. So everybody says, that's the cashier. That's the Shia of Tekeviya How much is that in America? I don't know how many cookies that correspond to that. You have to uh, approximate. Yeah. Are we looking at flour or are we looking at cookie? Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So now is when it starts to get very, very Levitic. Now it gets very controversial. So the Mishnahbura makes reference to a have Rum. but not everyone agrees to him. Other posts can have the following ha'ara Let's say I sit down to the following. I have some pasta babi not so much, not enough to be the Shia according to anybody. But I supplement that pasta babi with a lot of other foods. So all of a sudden I have some crackers, which per se are pasta but I didn't like knock out the entire box of uh, snack crackers the Ritz crackers. I had, what did I put on my Ritz crackers? I put on chopped yeah. liver, right? Yeah. I, put, just, you know, I put chopped liver on my Ritz cracker. I put some egg salad on my Ritz cracker, and some, some tuna fish and whatever. Maybe not in that order or whatever it is. I'm eating it. Then there's some other food sitting around. All of a sudden, I see some sushi. I eat some sushi, I snack a little bit on the side. Then I have something other. And all of a sudden, here's the phenomenon. I ate Saka Kohl Corresponding the amount of food to what an average person would eat for dinner. Did I eat Passover Kistin worth of that? No. So it comes to Bagan Brahm and a group of people say, You have to wash and bench. So I say, and am washing bench. That's called cool. Kide doesn't only mean the Kide Suda from the Passover Kistin proper, but if you Kide Suda from other foods that's accompanying the small amount of Passover in, that's also called Kide Suda at Khan, the buganavrabu group of poskim yet not everyone agrees to that. a state So now there was a major major machleikas as to what are the parameters of that statement. So Kiblow and says that that statement means kipshutai. any and every time you have the same the same meal the same whatever you want to call it the same sitting down the same yeshiva. You have a little bit of possible... it's got to be a It's so not kazayas. So it's hard to envision benching. So you had a kazayas of uh, some cookies, and you also had a lot of other things. So you had some kugels, so you, you had two, three chocolate chip cookies, you had some kugel, you had some sushi, you had some sweet and sour meatballs, you had some uh, chicken wings, you had a uh, little bit of salad. You know, uh, and sure. You know what Moshe said? You know what you have to do? What do you have to do to Moshe? You have to bench to wash and bench. the Aisa, you're stuffed to the gills. You're off the bench, midar I'm high off the bench, but I didn't eat kidei kviyasudah of Pasad Vekistan. So as much as you did, you don't have to eat kidei kviyasudah of Pasad proper. Foods that accompany the Pasad Vekistan are but starved to the of kidei kviyasudah. So she ate the remoshe. Kipshuta like the baghinebrum. When you snack, Right. So you could end up in a situation where you didn't wash, correct, and then you end up having to bench. Right. That is that is that, a, that's a possible situation. Yeah, it's Shogunor talks about that. We uh, had earlier this idea from the kassaf Mishra that you the only reason you make a rough Yeah, yeah, Well, the mice that that phenomenon exists in Shogunar. That this happens for those people that say the guys who think that pizza is not uh you know is not uh, real pass, so they're they're looking for two, three slices, whatever they think the magic number is. So they weren't planning eating that, and then they changed them mind to eat this so and then, yeah, then they take to uh, the bench. Yeah. So Rambamish took this statement of keep Kipshutai. So, the only that stuff is like accompanying pasul like if oh, I, I I was very careful in my example. I, I have two, three chocolate chip cookies, and then I uh, put them down, and we'd get another plate, another bowl, ate everything else at the same uh, event. I have to wash and bench coach Ramesha. I've no, you say the timing, but in terms of the quality of the food, so wait, 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 wait. Came from Zalman and said he doesn't think that's what the earlier place meant. He said the earlier Pascha meant when the other foods are being mashlim, the Pascha of that means they're being eaten in the same context as the Pascha. You're using the Pascha of to enable you to eat the other foods, i.e., says Shlom Zalman, a cracker. Crackers, we all know that was the third category, or the whatever. Crackers, they got my, my rich crackers, classic Passover The It says in Alman, I take a rich cracker and I put some egg salad onto the cracker. And then another cracker put some tuna, fish. I take some some uh, vegetarian liver, I take some real chuck liver. And at uh, Sachakov, I ate 15 crackers. There's 15 crackers, uh, could they give you a suda? No. But together with all the other food, it's not, could they give you a suda? So You have to wash the bench, but if you had chocolate chip cookies, and then you had a bowl of chulah, then you had a piece of potato kugel. Well, the chocolate You don't put the chulah on top of the chulah. There's, no, there's no shaykh There's no tsiruf between the two. You ate less than of a of of, of mizainis, so you make it an alamimia, and you ate a lot, a lot of potato kugel. so They make a bunch and g'marim. So says Rav Shlomo Zaman, the earlier Pais Kibu, even those who said this Tziruv, not everyone even bought it to this Bangladesh, even those who accepted this Tziruv, only meant it B'chiyai So my nafkamina ladinah v'tir maysh, Rav Shlomo Zaman, nafkaminah is huge, a huge nafkamina. You know what we call it? Kiddush. We call it kiddush. So here, I make kiddush Shabbos morning, I make a bar priyag of and I got to go immediately, my first mindset is, get the mazoynis, go get the cookies and cake. Why? What are we running the cookies and cake for? Why not just go for Patekko? The entrance is in Kishmakam Suda. Now, even though it's a big machik, is a reshine, whether Suda, for the purpose of the Kishmakam Suda, is Suda's Lechem or not, we spoke about this thing earlier on. Uh, the Minigolim is to be pretty make, at least his Shabbos morning, is to be make like they should decide Go'onim. The Shukharah quotes the gaonim La Locha. It's interesting, the one who disagreed was the G'ra, but he was not from the Go'onim, he was the G'ra Vilnor, the the not the Go'onim from Babel. So the Shukharah quotes from the gaonim that for the purposes of the Passover, because then even Mazonis is good enough. The shulchan aruch, uh, the, the gra, and meisarav disagrees. Taysim psach disagrees. The taysim at the beginning of rabbi psach that clearly disagrees. But most people are knowing Most shuls that have kiddush on shabbos morning, people go home there and have kiddush shabbos morning. They have a piece of cake. They're relying on the on the shulchan and the and the ga'anim. The rama signed. The rama doesn't disagree. But so the rama signed on to this also So you go to a kiddush. And the first thing you do is you go run up some cookies and cake. You don't want to just go for potato cingle and sweet and zah, meatballs because then you're going to run the end of kiddush before so you go for your cookies and cake. And then, if you finish being very firm, you eat your kezais of cookies and cake, you put down your plate, and you go take another bowl, and you start heaping up everything. And then you go for broke. Then you go for chons. Then you go for kugel. Then you go for You go for your chicken wings. Eh, you name it. Uh, you got it. You, know, you got your Hawaiian chicken. You got your, uh, your sesame chicken. So according to Moshe, you have to bench. According to Amosha, you have to so put it, food for so those who want to avoid this shy they want to get involved so what's the what's the best strategy so first strategy is don't eat so much that's the strategy, but that's not an option yet so what's the best strategy so why don't I find something that will suffice for Kiddush makam Suda but what won't run me into this dilemma of possibly kiss it? Are there any other foods out there that can have you, no pun intended again, you can have your cake and eat it, but it's not cake. You can have your mezonus and eat it. I want to find something that's mazonas, but it's not even in the bowl, so probably the last thing I want to look for is rice. Sushi is the bad way to go. Why? Because that's probably not good enough for Kiddush Pacham There's one opinion Rishab, the Shutu Kiberim says that you can even eat fruit for Kiddush Pacham but Shorloch doesn't quote that. We reserve that for Golu, Chagol, so give me a good food. Rajiv, yeah. uh, if you ate, if you eat a cracker and make a breath out, know, and then eat other things, I'm not sure it's even going to work, Rajiv I mean, means means it means it's really I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure where the color points to Rajiv Meisha. I'm not sure. Yeah. Donuts. What donuts? donuts? What a great thing to do. Donuts would be like a volatile thing because remember a throwback to a few months ago. Except according to who? To time, right? that would be the bad way to go. But according to non a people that would be okay. So okay, so uh, that would be an interesting suggestion. Get those donuts. Any other ideas? Noodles, huh? noodles is a good idea. Noodles, what a great idea! Who remembers what brach to make? And noodles is better according to rabbi time. Why? Noodles even rabbi agrees. Why? Remember that toast about the about the noodles back on the auction back on. It says the vermishes, not the vermishes, the vermishes, the, yeah, the, 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 the ones that look like worms. So Retail um, says, that even in to B'nai that you have to be mafish challah on noodles, you don't make a mochi it doesn't have what? So that would be great. So in the old days, when they used to serve, it used to be called lakshankum, right? It's the old reverend kitchen of lakshankum. And if you really, really wanted to make all your balabatan happy, you serve two kinds of lakshankum were the two kinds, salt and salty. The salt and pepper one is sweet. Why is that? Because there were two men them in Europe. So by the Litvaks, they used to eat salt and uh, salty, luxury rule. By the Galcianas they ate sweet. Right? Everything, by the way, the, the Litvaks and gacianas was salty versus sweet. The gefilte the fish was very very sweet for the Galcianas By by the, it's a personality trait here means that, because, and everything was just, everything was smiley, and sweetie, everything was just, so, uh, they needed a sugar rush, to get, you know, dancing and singing, you know, but a hardcore, lit box, that was snagged them, they, they were sugar, everything was just, uh, there was a, shtickle tair, a and the rambam, the you was know, salty, very, very, you know, very, very un- unsugary, okay, fine, anyway, whatever it was, so, the bottom line is is that if you have a luxuryksha kugel, then your mom sh- they are not involve the shot so you have your masas. So the problem is that, that in the more modern kiddushes, luxury kugel is not like one of the top uh, top 10, but because it's not so healthy. So but the healthy kiddushes, so some of them serve what? Pasta. Oh, pasta. That's the best thing to go for. So if you go for a bowl of pasta, so then it accomplishes the same as the lochshun kugel. So pasta is the modern day version of lochshun kugel, And they both serve the same purpose that you can eat as much as you want. You can eat kiyata melech and then some. And then you can eat as much shahakols and hamdamas as you want. And you don't have to worry about the washing and benching. So again, that machlenkis, or Moshe and Rosham Zalman, was the machlenkis within the Zecharonim. And not, all, not everyone agrees to these. Zechariah. Not everyone, uh, not everyone, I think the Ravaj, if I'm not mistaken, I have to check with me. I don't think the Ravaj is khashish for this I don't remember. But uh are usually khashish for this Mughan this Mishnah Bura. And now we're not 100% sure which version do we take, Ravajah or Sholmazam. So if you'd like to be khashish for Marisha, you should avoid, uh, avoid the cookies and cakes with the big and go for the, go for the pastas. According to Ravajah, does he say that the narrative? have have a cracker it's just a type of food have liquor crackers so, I like, have, cracker, you know, um, have a cracker separate and then I have my um, I Shabbat Zahm is another Svalch I was quotes that maybe Kiddush is a bachlal not called Kavis altogether because by definition this is not the meal or I not a to eat lunch although some kiddishes would be surprised by uh, by that so I don't know I'm not sure. I don't know. if you know you're going to have you know the Shabbat and the Kukal should you have Lechem Mishnah with the Passover and then I mean if you sell it don't you want to wash that's the best thing that's the best thing so yeah, yeah it's not something that's not so practical Does Rav Shlomo Zalman's answer kind of relate to what we were saying with the Mishnah earlier with the Pashtida that once you're eating it it might become just like a sandwich and that as in yeah yeah I mean that, that was as far in terms of defining Pashtida Shlomo Zalman's mask came that the crack it's a kissed it. When you take a, a cracker and you put some a little bit of a, you know, tuna on it, that doesn't automatically make it into bread. It's not the Pashtida. The pashti was baked that way. The whole pashtita is baked called to be a meal. Everyone agrees that crackers are what are crackers called? Snack crackers, right? That's, that's, that's our state. They're not, nobody says not to have a meal out of crackers. So they're possible in case of Jekyll. The only thing is that once you have enough it, then you meet the criteria of of Kriya Suda, Shlomo Zalman I thought that that chidish and those early Yacharaitim that you'd be the other foods doesn't make sense. if There's no real, there's no syrup between a chocolate chip cookie and a bowl of cholate. For Kriya Suda, though, you still need as Pras, right? You still need to do in that time frame? Well, you have to have, claims, you have to have a pras and then other foods within that and the Pras. I'm not sure when exactly. I don't know. All right, okay, anyone has a question about the Passover Okay, we can see about the Okay, yeah. Would the say that? If you have, like, your kogol and, and your cookies all in one plate together, like, they're clear... No, I don't think... The, the sholm is important is that the, the sholm does not come to enhance the cookies. It's like, puzzle yeah. You clearly, like, to get eaten together. Not, you know, it happens to be uh, the same plate, but you're not, you're not eating sholm. It's, it's not a cookie sholm. But on it's the other hand, Rav wouldn't say that... Moshe says doesn't it. matter. Rav Moshe says if, you be, if it's the same Moshe, if you're sitting down having Paz Mokistan and you're having sholm, so it will Merge like they seem like they're separate. They're, different, they're very different, different, right? Okay. Right, so we'll stop for now. So we'll start. we we'll start tomorrow. Okay.